they want a blood reef taro for Christmas. Only a blood reef taro will do. Don't want gung ho or coat of bushido. I want a blood reef taro to play with and enjoy. I want a blood reef taro for Christmas. I don't think darling wife will mind, do you? It doesn't have to be unpunched or even new. Just get me one off eBay, that's exactly what I do. I can see it now on Christmas morning with my gift so rare. Oh, what joy you might surmise when I open up the box and see some DC hero standing there. I want a bloody Tarawa for Christmas. And armies of oblivion just won't do. No Hakapalis, no Pegasus, Bridgesis, I only like Blood Reef Tara Watsis. That Blood Reef Tara what is really cool. Friends say a hassle would eat up all my time. Owning and not playing is a very heinous crime. There's lots of room to play in RT car garage. I'll keep it there and play all year, safe from feline barrage. I can see it now on Christmas morning with my gift so rare. Oh, what joy you might surmise when I open up the box and see some DC hero standing there. I want a blood tarawa for Christmas. An operation watchtower won't do. No bridge too far or forgotten warsuses. I only want Larry's Tara Watsuses. That PTO module's really Melekaliki Maka, everybody. Melekaliki Makalaka. Yeah. Melekaliki Malaka Haka. Hakapale. Mauna Hakapale. Yeah. Maliki. Mahalo, bro. It's our Christmas special episode. Hello, everyone. It's a Christmas show. I'm Dave. I'm Jeff. We are the two half squads. For now. (laughs) This is the one and only show dedicated. Almost 100% to the greatest game in the world. Maliki Licky Laka. <laughs> Advanced Squad Maliki Kaka. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. It did sound good. Me Licky Kaka. No, it did sound good. You like that? I liked it. I don't like the Licky Kaka, though. <laughs> Not especially. 
And in the background, we have the oh. Maliki Kaka singers. Yes, and it's December 21, yeah. 2017. Yes, it is the last day of autumn or the first day of winter. I'm the winter sure solstice was Wednesday, Jeff. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay, it came a day early. So you can now expect longer days. Yeah, right. I'm ready for that. More daylight, because yeah, the vampires have been out. Like, yeah. they got all kinds of time now yeah. to be out there. Yeah. That's why I don't go out at night. That's why you come over here, and I'm glad you made it safely. <laughs> Almost didn't make it. It was like the Omega Man Spine and Sprocket episode. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm last, glad you made last it. Last man on Earth. Yes. Well, it's a beautiful day. Dave? It How is a you? beautiful day. Yeah. Well, I will share a personal story. Uh-oh. Um, had a minor stroke, everybody. Doing fine, doing fine. Don't need anything. Thanks for asking at <laughs> a time. But, uh, yeah, a little trip to the hospital. Jeff was right there with me, right there for me. So now my wife's coming. He said, that's nah, not good enough. Got to have I'll the have other half squad. <laughs> I wanted to interview Dave while he was having the stroke. See how well he remembered the rules. <laughs> yeah, it was really just the right hand, folks. But, you know. Public service message, everybody. Tingling is a, a warning sign. I didn't know tingling counted. So I'm like, ah, my arm's just falling asleep. It's probably because I'm fat, you know, and it's cutting off <laughs> circulation in my armpit or something. But, yeah, I started dropping things. Got in the next day. Got the MRI. And, boy, do they check you out, people. Oh, yes, they did a very thorough job on you. They check everything. Heart yeah. chambers, carotids. Yeah. Can you swallow? Yeah. Uh, move your hands. How high can you jump? <laughs> and no, uh, seriously, people, um, all a okay, right? Yeah, I'm, Jeff, which I'm, I'm like very, 100, almost very 100%. happy about. So right, really happy about. Yep, blessing and uh, and uh, again, make it a public service announcement. Don't delay. If you have a four, two to four hour window, I was a little. I have to double check it, but to get in, and they can do this medicine thing that clears that right out of there. Is that right? A blood clot. Oh, wow. So they have seen people who have been, you know, partially almost paralyzed, can't lift an arm or, yeah, and um, come back wow. to like full wow. in the ER. So do not delay. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. I'm not talking this for sympathy. And to say what a good friend Jeff is to be there. Indeed. Well, it's a funny thing because uh, people do put this stuff off because, you know, I think, oh, I don't want to go to the emergency room. What if it's a false alarm and I, I don't want to be wanna a, bother anyone. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to be a baby. And yeah. I remember one time thinking I was having a heart attack. It was a, actually a stress attack. Yeah, yeah. And my wife at the time said, do you really think you need to go? We need to go to the emergency room for this. And I thought. I'm gonna, I'm gonna divorce you, <laughs> which I later did, <laughs> but for but, different reasons. Yeah, for different reasons. But you know, I mean, it's just, it's just something to keep in mind. So, uh, I'm just glad you're okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm gonna try to lose a little. And <clears throat> listeners, you know how I do that a lot. Of course, I try and edit it all out. But you're probably on to that. The speech person came in and they're like, "Well, you're clearing your throat." I'm like, "This normal. It's like asthma." And that's when she said, no, I don't quite, you're, you're eating food. You might be getting it the wrong way. We're going to run this test anyway mm. on your throat. Oh, I didn't realize they did that. Yeah. And this, I saw, they, I now know I do swallow just fine. But it was funny to clear the throat. I'm like, no, no, this is normal for me. Mm. 
but uh, more of a public service announcement. So need to lose a little weight, everybody out there. Not saying you're fat. But you argue, but knowing st- these statistics for the United States, if you're listening to us, you probably are fat. <laughs> Some of you. Like me. Like me. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's not a bad, th- you know, it's not a horrible thing. It's just we eat too much. Yeah. And, and it, we have know, this big portion. It, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you should eat less to take care of yourself. And I do exercise, right, Jeff? Yes, you do. You exercise like crazy. And, well, I did three times a week while I was... To me, that's like crazy. <laughs> and that's what the doctors were saying, too, to me. They're like, so basically you did your own rehab before you got in here to the ER. Because, again, I'm very I'm doing great, people. Great, 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 that's great. That's typical, Dave. He's a do-it-yourself <laughs> guy. I'll do my own rehab. <laughs> you know... Well, I forgot. I just have to keep acting normal because I knew something was slightly off. Yeah. And you, my fine motor skills with the cursor, that was a teller. Oh, on the computer yeah, cursor? it was off like just a, a couple of fractions of an inch. But I, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Something, you know. But we also thought maybe a nerve, pinch nerve or something. And you think a lot of things. But lose some weight and... Um, don't drink too much. You probably, if you listen to the show, you might think Jeff and I drink a little bit. We do a little <laughs> bit. Well, I drink more than Jeff, so that's got to end. And, and you know, again, the doctors say two drinks for a man. Yeah, two drinks. Seems like not enough, doesn't and, it, and listeners? Did we, t- <laughs> did we talk about this on the show? Have we talked about this? About well, you would quit drinking just for dieting all the time. Yes, we've talked about that. Well, I mean, did we talk about what two drinks is? Not enough. Yeah, because I, I called. Well, I, mean, I remember I called my brother one time and I said, "You know this thing about two drinks." I said, "Now, do they mean like two, uh, like two full glasses?" And he said, "No, it's like two shots." And I'm like, "What?" I thought you know because I have like two doubles every night. Oh, that's, that's actually four that's drinks, four. isn't it? <laughs> I thought See, I kept, was doing the math incorrectly. See, you're my idol because you don't you don't ever overdo it, sir. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I usually have. Honestly, two or three yeah, a night. But that's too much. Yeah. That's one too many. Well, that's what they say. Yeah. And ladies, all, all you... Lady, you only get one. All you ladies out there <sighs> listening right now. Yeah. Sorry. You only get one. We're sorry. So, and, sorry and, for your loss. And I just went with zero. You're I'm going just, with zero I'm now? at zero for now. Yeah, good. And, you know, just had a big day. Last day of school for a break. I know you people that work real jobs, you don't get the the two weeks I get here, so I'm apologizing ahead of time for your sorrow, but uh, assembly loud. I'm disciplining kids. You, get over here. Move over there. You know, let's think about talk about stress. That's the thing you're not supposed to have either. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Teach in eighth grade. And uh, loud, and you know, then we go right to the cast, cast party, right to the uh, school party, not drinking. And people were like, Oh, and then, and I had a great time. I, Without drinking. Yeah, which, yeah. For, for my lifestyle, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I had a great time and kind of felt a little, like, giddy because, you know, and everyone else was having fun, and I just found I was my regular kind of crazy self being a little obnoxious, you know, trying to get some cheap laughs and... And uh, really enjoying the company of the people I work with that 
folks, I work in a great place. There's a lot of love there. Yeah. Sounds corny, but I'm very lucky, blessed, and have these people. Really good people. You, not teachers, although I hear other schools are not, you know, subs come in, they, they say we're decent, and other schools can be not friendly. Hmm. Surprises me. But I yeah. thought teachers like, like people and like kids, and so you're in this you would think business so. where yeah. you like being around a lot of people. Yeah. So, but I had a great time, and then Jeff was willing to get together tonight, and we'll kick out a little Christmas show. Yeah, so we hope you like it. We're glad you're with us, and let's talk about Advanced Squad Leader. Mm-hmm. Hello, boys and girls. It's Terrain Time! And we know what that happy music is all about. It is Terrain Time. Terrain Time. That means time for terrain. Let's talk about ASL. And I should start dating when I did these notes, Jeff, but it goes all the way back to the show where we talked about Wire. Oh, yeah, that's been a little Does while. Does that sound actually. familiar? Yeah, yeah we've had a few things. Yeah? Yeah. It's probably been five or six episodes. I think more, than, more that, than that. But I lose track. But we've very... had some great interviews and stuff recently. We have, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is Rule 27, it looks like. Uh, all right, let me get the bell ready. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> for... There wasn't a lot of prep there. Oh, yeah, it's right, because this is going to be a partial quiz show for you, Jeff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two types of entrenchments. I'll tell you what they are. Foxholes <laughs> and trenches. Yeah. Foxholes. True. Can, can be dug during play in prep fire phase by an unbroken squad who has done no actions. It's not good grammar, but who has taken no actions. Yeah, How's that? that's right. They can't have prep fired or anything. Yes. And so... They could have rallied, though, right? Mm, yes, because yeah. this is the prep, prep fire, fire phase. Yes. So, and then um, they make a die roll, and it's less than or equal to five, and that is on two dice. Yeah, so it's and a little... Three it's fingers kind of tough. Two. Yeah. Kind of tough. Especially then, a crew or a half squad would add how many to that die roll? Uh, one for a crew or half squad. That is correct. Would add one number to the die. And a leader would add? Uh, just one? Or would he add his leader modifier? His leader modifier. Okay. I'll take that anyway. Two for two. Yeah. Uh, can you count a labor status on the uh, attempt if you don't make it? Do you get marked with a labor counter? I, I'm i going to say yes. You are three for three. Okay. And because of that, that's going to limit some of their other actions throughout the rest of the turn. And that's the problem with, right? with, trying, yeah, to do with this trying, stuff. To, trying to dig foxholes. Or so they're clear. not going to be able to do anything, right? I mean, they, yeah. they can't fire. They can't move. I no, I don't think so. Because they're busy digging. Yeah. Uh, although I didn't write down that you marked them with a... Yeah, you lose that labor status if you do these other things, for yeah. sure. So... Are you marked with a first fire counter? Are you marked with a first fire counter? When you, when As you a result of trying to dig a foxhole, like whether in it's successful or phase. not. Oh boy, I'm going to say no. You are right because it's the prep fire phase. Yeah. <laughs> are you ti? 
Um, tired indeed. Is that what that stands for? I am tired indeed. Indeed. Yes. Yes, you are. And okay, there's the part we were just talking about. You were just saying you can't do any other actions. Yeah. That's correct because you are marked. Tired indeed. Task involved. Aha. Uh-huh. Is that the real word for it? Task involved. Um, wow, that's. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's say it is. As usual. I can already tell. People are not. picking up the phone all over America going, we got to tell these guys how this game goes. Yeah, as usual, let's not look up anything. Okay, just reaching for the rule book. Uh, I'll look it up. You can entertain funny, everybody because... with more of your funny stories about your stroke. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well, I have a little announcement. No, I'll save that for later. Oh, no, I'm, okay, I'll do this one now. <laughs> um, by the time this airs, you probably have missed the chance to pre-order Korea. MMP sent out an announcement today. And... Temporarily immobilized? Immobilized. Yes. I said task involved? Task involved. And you said temporarily kind of immobilized. Wow. Right. Because you play the game, you just use the counter and you call it TI. Yeah. Right. And I somehow thought it was task involved over no. all these years. Temporarily immobilized. I stand corrected. Oh, back to the MMP announcement. Uh, action uh, Starter Kit 3 is out again. That's just in. In the news. Yeah. Re-released now. You can get a Starter Kit 3. And they're taking pre-orders for something else. I guess a re-release of maybe Armies of Oblivion or something. Okay. And again, wow, too lazy to look news. this up. <laughs> I'm too lazy. We are so good at news. I have the email. Are you looking at the website? Uh, I am. It's what I have you for, Jeff. While you do, I'll remind all our listeners, TI means temporarily, temporarily immobilized. immobilized. Not permanently immobilized. Hmm. I wrote, can... A temporarily mobilized counter be placed at start? And I wrote the answer is yes. And I don't know what I meant by that. Can they be placed at start? Yes, I don't know. Start of what? I'll try to write in complete sentences in the future. That would be helpful. People. This would be a lot more interesting. People come to us as a source, you know, Dave. Yeah. Don't they? No, they, they shouldn't. So if you are, stop. Stop that. We're going to stop you right there. <laughs> it also says, can you multitask? I can see why some people say, I don't listen to the two half squads. I don't find it uh, informative or useful. And I think In when I read way. that kind of stuff, I think, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> it's neither of those things. I found the multi-man <laughs> Okay, good. I see Starter Kit 3, which is which is a great bargain for you guys that are interested in getting involved in Advanced Squad Leader, ASL Starter Kit 3, you don't have to have 1 and 2 to play 3. You can skip those and go right to 3. It contains all the rules that are in 1 and 2 plus more. That's why they call it 3. And uh, it's on sale right now for only $36, which is nickels and dimes compared to what this game will cost you over the long run. (laughs) Yeah. And it's worth it because yeah. you can get hours and hours of enjoyment out of that. And yeah. you can um, order it through Ritter, Ritter Creek. We highly recommend Ritterkrieg.com. Where you can order all kinds of ASL uh, games and other things and pay still currently no shipping charges. Which is super. But in the contiguous 48 United States. They are asking that you try to not order something really teeny 
for two bucks and then have to get free shipping for eight bucks right. to your house. So yeah. be considerate. Uh, let's not take advantage of the free shipping. So group your orders with your friends or do what I do, which when we get to what's in the box, if we do all of it today, I have some products from Ritter, Ritter Krieg. Krieg. Very nice people over there. They have an amazing staff. They do. And Armies of Oblivion new printing will go on pre-order uh, two days before my birthday. You can send birthday gifts to my home address, e Gmail, and I'll send you my address. Armies of Oblivion, the module adding the Axis Miners, is going to be back for all you guys that are writing us saying, what's wrong with these people? Why can't I get these games? And I, is, are they reprinting the whole thing so it's going to come in a box? Because I know for a while they were selling, they had some Ziplocked versions of Armies of Oblivion. They're but. showing the box in the picture. Okay. Along with Forgotten War and Star Trek 3. Okay. Great. So that'll be, and I think that it's going to, that particular product is going to go for $80, I believe. 111 Okay. 111 but, That's because it has the box. And that's the pre-order, yes. Okay. Although, although yes. The retail will be 148 if you don't get the pre-order. I'm seeing this now. They had some ziplocked versions of Armies of Oblivion for a while for eighty dollars. That's what I was thinking. Yes. Of, those are gone. And you know what we think of the boxes around I'm, here? I'm living in the past. One of us throws them out. Yeah. <laughs> the other cherishes them. I I will never live that down. We've been doing this podcast for nine years now. I think. And I talked about that on show. Eight or something that I threw out the boxes still haunts me. And I was legitimately stunned. You yeah. Remember that? Yes, so I do. Hilarious. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Got to get over that. I cherish my boxes. <laughs> cherish is the word I used to define. Your boxes uh, define. Isn't that how the lyrics I think it's oh. described. To describe. Yeah. T.I. Task immobilized. Ta what did you call it? Task involved. Involved. You're involved yeah. in a I'm task. Come on, my task. word is better. You're involved in the task. Yeah. You're, you're clearing the stuff. You're doing the stuff. It's temporarily, it's immobilized. temporarily That's like that's like if you had uh, if you were playing Dungeons and Dragons and someone cast hold person on you, then you're temporarily immobilized. Yeah. Or your tank uh, tread fell off temporarily. Yeah. Temporarily immobilized. Temporarily. Vehicle. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Yeah, you're not immobilized. No, you're, you're moving. Just, you're moving. You're, you're throwing you're, dirt. <laughs> you're shoveling. Getting out your in, your entrenching oh. tool. Yeah. See, I should have wrote these rules. You should have. Now, digging foxholes, sir. Yes, digging them. In not in what terrain? What terrain can you not dig it in? A road. Correct. What kind? Uh, um, paved. Yes. A bridge. You wouldn't yes. want to dig. You wouldn't want to dig a foxhole on a bridge. De defeat the purpose of the bridge. I would think so. <laughs> I'm thinking of a wily e. coyote oh. kind of thing. <laughs> you, you dig through and ah. you throw that black hole down. Yeah. Uh, you probably cannot dig foxholes like in water. Correct. So that's a stream. And a, yeah. And a marsh. A marsh, right? A swamp. Let's see. I know you can in woods. Yes. Obviously, an we open didn't, ground. We didn't ask you to list all the places we can. Nice try. Just the ones we Nice try, Mister. Oh, okay. Nice try. All right. Um, where else? On a punch bowl? In a punch bowl. You cannot. If it's. Oh, in a building. A correct. And a building that got blowed up good. Yeah, rubble. Yes. Canton rubble. Yeah. Crag, which 
Mm. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, kind of does, except, and, you know, the artwork shows the little dots, so maybe yeah. you could dig a foxhole around the dots. But no, don't think of it that way. Don't think of it that way. What about... Um, sorry, I even created that picture in your head, <laughs> listeners. I'm sorry. Erase it. Don't. I'll withdraw the question, Your Honor. I always like that. In the law show, I've been watching oh, yeah, Perry yeah. Mason. It's their know? way of getting the evidence out without getting yeah. it in there. Did you run naked uh, through the woods? Overruled. Okay, I withdraw the question. I'll withdraw the question. But I can't get the image of the guy running naked through the woods. Overruled, I yeah. said. <laughs> and runways. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, or in actually in. Uh, Gliders. You cannot dig a foxhole in a glider. No, because like the bridge, that defeats the purpose yeah. of having yeah. a glider. So then, sir. You can't dig a latrine in any of those places either. Well, it's inadvisable. Yeah. Is it in a is it considered a different location? Remember? There's the hex oh. and then there's the location the within location. the location. Oh now there's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm gonna say yes, it is a different location. And Really? It's yes. not a different location. Because I know you have to, you enter the hex, and then you go into the foxhole. It's not like... True. Unless you're unless you're routing. But you never target it separately. Yeah, okay. And it says exception for the TEM. Yeah, the terrain effect modifier, not the totally effective modulator. <laughs> Which is what they used on me at the yeah, hospital. Yeah. And the, and for recovery purposes. So the guys in the foxhole can't just grab the machine gun lane out there in the open ground behind them. Outside of the foxhole. Yeah, recovery. They can't. Different location. Which makes sense because they charge you. But you said you it's the same location. For everything except TEM. Okay. Plus one plus, or plus two. Yeah, okay. No plus, And recovering a weapon. Yeah. So you can drop a weapon outside of the foxhole? Well, yeah. I don't think there's any rules for, well, I don't know. Dang, you, you always reveal my ignorance. Yeah, uh, well. Withdraw that you know, question. I withdraw. <laughs> Your Honor, I withdraw the question. <laughs> and the defense rests. Thank you. The defensive phase, the defensive fire phase rests. <laughs> and then you place yourself beneath the counter which i've taught you yeah. not to do yes right? because you teach me everything wrong because <laughs> you gotta keep looking underneath there to yeah. see what's under there yeah but yeah, I, technically I'm, speaking when you're in the foxhole you have to put your squads underneath so it's clear who's yeah. in and who's not and i have started to try and do that more yeah me too spilky is getting us all going on. yeah he makes us play right <laughs> yes you really do rich annoying. thank you rich which five eighth inch counters can be in a foxhole. Oh, only uh, one. Let's see. I'm going to say there is a certain gun under a certain millimeter. Okay, I'm going to say that, but I'm not. But I'm not going to use that as my answer. <laughs> right. It's a smaller thing. It fires straight up. Is it bigger than a bread of. basket? Yeah. It fires straight up, well, a missile silo. Except not that it would drop back down on you. You would angle it a little bit. Well, like a mortar? Yeah, mortars. So you can put a 5-inch mortar under a... It, my directions do not specify the size. It says, well, it is, 5-8-inch, yes. It, it can be 
enter and exit only if dismantled, though. Oh, okay. That's the problem. Okay. So you can't just, like, take the thing and drop it in. Yeah. You have to assemble it in the foxhole. In the foxhole. And again, a foxhole is a very small yeah. position for really, like, one guy. Right. It's not a trench. Right. Right. Guys dig a foxhole. They dig it for themselves, and the guy next to them digs a separate one. They're not connected, necessarily. It could... Mm. It, oh, yeah, it okay. can be, you know, sometimes you see them and they're snuggling together in the cold in their bigger foxhole. But, yeah. you know, it's not a trench. So you're not going to get those other artillery pieces in there. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of quantity of foxholes, the counters, do you remember mm-hmm. what kind of foxhole counters there are? Uh, there's one squad mm-hmm. and three squad. Mm-hmm. And two squad. Correct, all three of those. You can play. That's how I count. One, three, two. <laughs> The number's five, sir. Yeah. And it can it's be, like, yeah, there's starter kit two, and there's starter kit one, and then starter <laughs> kit three. They come in that order. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, why did you skip two? I, I showed Jeff two fingers to help him. Yeah, actually, I'm only remembering one and three at the moment. Really? But, okay. yeah, I, I have to get mine out and look again. Yep. So, you have these in the OB, right? It says, like, foxholes, 12. Yes. Or four. And then you can place, if it's four, you can place four one-squad foxholes or a combination of... Two twos or mm. three and a one. Yes. Five, seven. Right. And so up to the total in the OB, can the capacity be exceeded? Only if it's the 442nd Combat <laughs> Regiment because those guys were small. Yes, by four single-man counters. They're very oh. generous with those single-man counters. Yeah, they, they are. They treat four of those guys... Like one? Like, like a nothing. Like nothing. Yeah. So you're saying the capacity can be exceeded if up to four single-man counters. Yes. Okay. So if it's a one-squad foxhole, you can have one squad and four leaders in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then if your opponent drops a mortar shell in there, happy days are here again. Yes. Are foxholes a hindrances to line of sight? Negative. Correct. Can you see over a wall when you're in a foxhole? No. No. Correct. Not unless you dig the hole on top of the wall. <laughs> Which is really hard to do. The modifier for that's like minus six. Yeah. I mean, or no, yeah. plus six, because yeah. you got to roll less than five. Yeah. So, and then uh, the cost to enter the foxhole you described earlier. What happens? I enter the hex, open ground. Let's yeah, it's say, an extra extra one to get into the foxhole. Then I dive in the foxhole. Right. And in the route phase? In the route phase, you don't pay that extra one. You can combine them. Oh, it's you combine them? Yeah. Oh, okay. With the entrance of the hex, with the entrance of the foxhole. Okay, so, what, so that lets you route without being interdicted upon. Because as you're going back, you're going directly into the foxhole. And you can't be interdicted on. Correct. The example in your textbook, textbook in your rule book, everybody, shows uh, like you can pay three. Why the heck did it show that? And why did I write this? And then five. So I guess you can go, yeah, well, one, two, then three, four, five, six, two route, no interdiction. Right. Did you just say that? Right. When you're routing. Correct. Um, Which is when interdiction is, so, yeah. Yeah, first fire movement open ground, the neg one. 
it applies when you enter the hex in the movement, not the route. Right. But not when you enter the foxhole. Right. And that, I, I hate that. I know. It gets, it seems a little um, picky uni. Can I say that? Yeah. Because, you know, it kind of made my foxhole like me not want to go into them because I got to move in the open ground. Yeah, it's dangerous. To jump in yeah. them. Yeah. So you think a foxhole and you think digging a foxhole. Oh, I'll dig a foxhole here because this is a great spot. I'll use this so I can move up or I can move across this open area between these two woods hexes or Correct. something. But it's dangerous. You're wrong. Yeah. yeah. You need it's a trench. It's not a good thing. You need a trench, yeah. And hopefully a trench connecting to other trenches. Yeah. And But I understand it because, it's again, it's this little space in a 40-meter hex. Yeah, right. So we like them to put them in places that are not open ground. Grain. Grain is good. Yep. Woods. Because there's some hindrance there. Woods is a great spot. Yeah, you can get protection from the compensation for the uh when the shell burst air burst shell burst yeah air, air burst, burst. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um do foxholes wrapping up here do foxholes affect tracked vehicles no. fully tracked or even half tracks no correct other vehicles jeeps trucks bicycles yeah. yes they go bump they go bumpity bump, but I affect Bob them sleds. how? Let's see. Is it just uh, extra movement factors? Now I can't remember that. Well, all I wrote was yes. Okay. <laughs> well may, done, Dave. May an enemy enter your foxhole? Only if invited, and only if he's bringing <laughs> cookies. Oh, I wrote yes, <laughs> like, but but you in it. Wait. Okay. May an enemy enter your foxhole? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's only only in close combat. Right. Oh, right. They, in close yeah, combat, right. you in there. Right. Otherwise, they can't just enter you and move through you. No. Right. Right. So, I think, unless I stopped taking notes four months ago on this before I finished the rule section, that should be it for foxholes. All right. So, for entrenchments, for something like... For infantry, well, we were talking about if there's extras to pay. Yes, there is. Cavalry, it's plus one. Uh, Horse-drawn, it's one. Motorcycle, it's two. Armored car, it's two. Fully tracked, nothing. Truck, it's four for entrenchment, for a foxhole kind of thing. Thank you for that clarification. And do you know what? Um, I didn't finish that entrenchment because I didn't do f- trenches. So let me cross out my little foxhole notes here. Done. And write do trenches. There you go. For next time? Unless you want to do it. Um, you know what? Yeah, I'll do trenches for next time. Did we do fire? I, You know, I know, listeners, this is pathetic. but <laughs> <clears throat> It's what you've come to expect. My note says, I have fire and rule 27 in trench. Jeff has wire, 26, I, which I did, and yeah. minefields, 28. Right. So I think we covered your two yeah. and never got to my two. I think that's probably right, yes. So I didn't cross out fire. Now, we could say, I'll go back and check and make sure, and we can switch over here. Then it's less homework for me to do <laughs> for next show. Uh, you know what? Let's do fire next time. 
Yep. Let's do that. Yeah. Because. Because it's time for something else. Which is. What's. What's. Is it working? What do you mean by what's? In. Oh, you mean in? What's in the. Box? Box. What do you mean by box? I mean like a box that comes in the mail. Yeah. Okay. What is in the box? Jeffrey, why don't you open this little envelope? What's not a box? I contacted Ritterkrieg, and I didn't want to order just that little package and have free shipping. But you did anyway? Nope. Oh, you didn't. So you have that package, and I have this one. And I got another thing for free, it looks like. So I'm opening this tiny package, and what have we got here? All right. We have dice from our friends at SitRep. Mm-hmm. Now, there's lots of dice they have. They sent us a pair earlier for a free review on the show, which manufacturers of ASL product send us your product for review on the show. And we will. And what brands are, or um, what regiments or army groups are those? So what we have here are from Operation Operation Market Garden, the Parachute Infantry of the United States Army, which is a very nice. I can't tell what color. I guess this is black. And uh, as you know, on these die, it's a regular die except for the one pip typically side, yes. typically. And on that, it's got a nice representation of the uh, parachute infantry insignia so pretty cool makes it very fun to play with and then the second is a pair of die sometimes known as dice for the 82nd airborne and 101st airborne now these are blue and black respectively and then the one pip side on each one has the insignia for the 82nd Airborne, and for the 101st Airborne. And so I think it's right there, the Screaming Eagles. Also, does it right have there. a little two-in-a-box on the two-pip side? Uh, oh, I think quite right. I think that's where he's doing the rate of fire reminder. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes, and a three on the three side. Okay, rate of fire reminder. That's nice. So a little dual function, yeah. great artwork on those, right? Yeah, beautiful. These are really nice. Balanced, are, precision, yeah. balanced. Yep. These are precision battle dice, again, from from SITREP. You can go to battleschool.blogspot.com to read. Well, it's asl-battleschool.blogspot.com to look at all of their stuff. But uh, you can order this stuff through Ritter Creek. Yeah, he's even got a little history on the back of this. Uh, two U.S. Airborne Divisions participated in Market Garden. The Parachute Infantry die is one of the three battle dice used to represent these divisions. The white die pairs with color die, displaying the symbols of the 82nd and the 101st. Mm-hmm. Oh, you put them together. So, so you'd always roll three. this white one and then one of those colored ones. Yeah, black or blue. Great. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, very nice. Do you remember how much these were? Uh, no, on the site? but okay. they're a little on the steep side. Yeah. They're not inexpensive, but they are very nice days. So I splurge once in a while. Yeah. And I also got my and package. And we, we think uh, we, we can afford to uh, buy some of these things thanks to our... Kind donations. Donations from a lot of our 
uh, well, from a number of our listeners, very nice donations, and also through Patreon, people are donating, and we really appreciate that. Speaking of which, did you check the Patreon emails? Uh, not recently, no. Because uh, we probably need to discuss that briefly. They sent one stating they were going to contact our listeners about a new way of billing, so we get more of the More, a bigger donation. percentage of the donation, yeah. And which I think they need to do somehow. They take out a pretty big percentage. Yeah, a little bit bigger than I expected, I think. But, you know, anything you're doing, you need to cover those expenses. But they contacted the listeners, and it didn't go over so well. Yeah, a lot of the patrons, uh, a lot of the patrons, and a lot of the participants who were. who were taking the donations, didn't like it. And so they wrote back and they said, uh, we changed our minds, we're going back. Yeah. You're all, we're all revolting, <laughs> so we're going back. Basically, it was a nice letter. Basically, hey, yeah. guys, basically we think we screwed up here. Yeah. We took control of a situation that we didn't let you, the creators, right, have some say in. Yeah. And so, anyway, if any of you out there were going to drop us, don't. Yes. From, okay. I was wondering where you were going with yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. They should know. We don't. Yeah. We didn't know. And no, they, we didn't. And, we didn't have anything to do with that whole thing. Right. And, and and so far, no one did drop us through that. No. So we're very proud of you all. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. And tell your friends to yeah. subscribe on Patreon. Oh, we also didn't talk about the new content on Patreon yet. It's been out a while. Oh yeah. For people that are on Patreon. With us, we have some special episodes going out. Based off of our great deal with? Uh, Texas ASL Group, and specifically the publishers at Bonsai. So what we're doing is, uh, and we've done one so far, is that right, Dave? Just Yes, one? yes, yeah. I, th- I think I'll do one soon. Yeah. So we're just, to, for those people that are donating to us through Patreon. We just have little extra episodes where we'll read through a Bonsai magazine, and we're going back from volume number one. Yep, next up, I think that. we'll just stick with two and yeah. keep going. Yeah. They have a new issue out also. Yeah. I'll probably link to that. Yeah, okay. Um, and Jeff from Ritter Krieg. I think that, he just, that's very cool. He just threw this in for me. Thank you. Yeah, really nice. Um, it's the La Franck Frank La Franck Yep. And it's a um, movement factor portage point chart. Very nice. Very nice. It's on a... Right on the mouse pad. And so I guess you could, you know, lay that out while you're playing. Yeah, and you probably... Well, I guess... I don't know if you would use that while you were playing on... um, While you were playing through the computer on... Suddenly I can't remember... Welcome oh, to the club. I, my main, my Wait, mind I know is this. Going. I know this. Um, uh, Vassal. Of course, Vassal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we don't use that. We keep thinking we're going to, and then we don't. I don't think you would use it for that because uh, Vassal has all of these charts in there. But just to have this right, well, you can use it as a mouse pad, obviously, but then uh, you could also just keep it on your gaming table and have it right there. I find this really handy because I get confused about. With, you know, a multi-man counter carrying five portage points. <laughs> yeah. And he's with CX a leader, with a leader. How far not. can he go? And stuff like that. So Indeed. this is very nice to have. 
Indeed. And you can even put your drinks on it if you don't have a mouse. I guess you could, yeah. And you could, if you do use it when you're just doing your email on your computer with your mouse, maybe you can, you know, glance down there and try and memorize it while you're doing other things. That would be the way to go. And lastly... That was really nice of them to include that. What's in the box is, and I haven't read this yet, I'll read it over break and I'll come back with a nice review uh, more specifically, but it is Jeffrey. From the seller, Pack 8. Pack 8. And are you, did they have Pack 1 through 7? Uh, some of them are still available okay. at Ritter Creek. Yes, I don't know if all of them are. But, of course, this is Le Franc Tire. It has the... We love those guys. Great um, quality stuff. Editor's Forward here. Just talking about their products, what's coming up. Again, I'm going to read this thoroughly, get back to you after the... Uh, in the new year. Uh, so Lonely Under the Cross of Lorraine is the first article. Free French Forces. And that's your write-up about that. And where the Free French were. Chad, Tunisia... Um, great uniform painting guide here. Oh, yeah. Uh, photographs, color photographs. Also. Always really good historical articles in their magazines and great artwork, great layout. And it comes from Europe, so it's this little larger format than we normally get in yes. the States. Correct, uh, not which, an 8.5 by 11. And great quality paper and beautiful colors and everything. And the usual great little cartoons in the magazine. Yeah. Uh, it talks about the Panzer Brigade 1944 by Rude Bruyns, the destruction of Army Group Center in June 44, the collapse of the Western Front following the Allied invasion of France in the same month, caused a drain on the German manpower. Within two months, dozens of divisions were wiped from the German order of battle by the Russian offensives in Belarus and Ukraine or bled white in the war of attrition in Normandy countryside. Talking about the trials, the formations, a lot of great pictures, the... Panzer Brigade 106, coming to the rescue, Panzer Brigade 112, etc. A little order of battle for the 1944 Panzer Brigade, as well as a 1944 Panzer Grenadier Battalion, talking about the order of battle for those things. A little ad for the Club ASL in Paris, uh, then Panzer Brigade 107, and so on. Then Pierre Kaiser, Kaiser brings us an article on the Tank Museum in Kubinka, in the suburbs of Moscow. Oh, now that's a place we are probably not going to get to. I'm still Would hoping. Why? Because of the whole. Well, just because we've Putin got thing? we've, we've got a well, yeah that too. We have a list of other places we want to see. I don't know that we'll ever get to Moscow. That's far to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. If you start in Norm, uh, Britain and head into Normandy and go across, yeah. like following the Band of Brothers tour or whatever, right. or just finding your own battle sites, you got a lot to do in that part yeah. of Europe. Oh, yeah. Uh, Xavier Vitri wrote, did a little interview with a guy named Psycho. <laughs> he <laughs> looks see. like Psycho. Yep. He does. Ten questions. Uh, some pictures of him playing ASL. Unique features of Kampfgruppscherer. Oh, yes. Okay. Which we did a What's in the Box on. We did and have not played yet. But no. golly, there's so much, Jeff. Yeah, there is. And uh, again, now this will probably get, us, get me going. I'll probably come back and say, hey, let's 
let's play that kind line of it up now. set it up it had the winter board too remember how excited yeah. i was that everyone's listening to my ideas remember it wasn't my idea they just keep lining up yeah waiting for dave's ideas alexandre russe le cordaire everything you always wanted to know about map board 55 why why 55 oh because it's got sunken roads oh yes hill depressions uh, all those hedgerows we've played on 55 a lot yes we remember? have i think that was um ian that wrote uh that worked on those from Daglish. yeah packet yeah. on the uh, hedgerows mm-hmm. yeah his little historical issue on uh the liberation of Luneville. i don't know anything about that german counterattack no, I don't aftermath either. and the ghost of the Luneville campaign by lionel collin and oh look at this a map of kohima and amiens Boy, Warsaw map. LFT, what's uh, coming up? Yeah, Tom Rapetti, Matusa, Steve Deathlifson. Efforts resume with the Kohima module. Deserves publication as soon as possible. A little preview of what Deathlifson Steve's doing over there. That'll be fun. And there you go. That's what you can look for. Lots of good reading. I'm looking forward to this on my little trip to Ohio, Jeff. And when is that going to be? December 26th. We're doing the homeless shelter the 25th. My mom won't come over because she's elderly now, and she'll be with my sister. She used to be dad and mom would come over. Oh, yeah. So we got the day kind of free after, you know, all gift opening and whatnot, and we're going to go serve the homeless shelter. And then the 27th, I think, head out to Ohio. All right. Well, yeah, you do have some good reading coming up uh, with that pack eight. And by the way, you can get that at Ritter Creek. As we said, it's $40.50, which seems very, very reasonable. And I'm just looking yeah. at the website here, and you can still get a lot of these others uh, from the seller. Pack seven, pack six, pack five are still available. And so what else came in this? Well, these scenarios, um, which... LFT, what numbers you got? Uh, FFT. FT, I've got 209 through 216. Yeah, start with 209. Again, quick, real quick, just okay. what the title or where and stuff. Okay, so this is uh, this is titled 209. This is Euphrates Clash. This takes place in Syria. And this is the Bedouins. I'll just tell you the victory. Cool. Conditions. So this is the French against the French. Ah, the Free French Forces, maybe? Yeah. yeah. So this is the Bedouins' win at game end, provided they have amassed 10 CVP, and greater than or equal to the amount of CVP amassed by the French. Each French vehicle eliminated, captured, counts as 2 VP. So anyway, this is interesting, because it, it's two sets of French against what, each other. What year is that? This is 1941. Okay. So, so it's not like a colonial necessary no, no. related to that, probably. Yeah. Action. So, interesting. This is something I knew nothing about. That'll be... Add that to the list of things I don't know anything about. Of which the list is long. But getting shorter all the time. Oh, and what map does that one use? 3B and 9B. So you can use those new kind of... Yeah. More squarish boards. Then I've got The Longest Week, which takes place in uh, Sicily. August 5th, 1943. And this is the Germans against the Americans. 
So, and a nice variety here on the American side. Anyway, uh, the Germans win. Oh, and by the way, this use was board 58 and 15, uh, which all, there's so there's three big hills okay. all together on these. So this is going to be an interesting one. Victory conditions, the Germans win. If at game end, they have achieved a number of victory points greater than the number they have bid before the game. So I guess there's some pregame bidding on this. I'm, I'm looking for the SSR. I'm not seeing it here. Some of them are on this other back of another side. Oh, okay, too. okay. Well, we don't have to go into it no. to that extent. What do you have there? Um, jumping up to um, FT219, Konyev's finest, north of Chimnilnik, Poland, January 45. You got your big tanks, kids. Lots of big Russian tanks and some Yag Tigers. When did you play those last? <laughs> right? Yeah, four of those for the Germans. So that looks like a you love the big tank ones. A lot of open ground boards, forty-four and T. So you need starter kits. Oh, okay. And I'm looking at two twenty Alsatian Verdun. Look, Jeff, they're like white boards. Where did oh, they get yeah. these from? Fifty-seven, nineteen, seventeen, twenty-one. Oh my gosh, there's six boards laid out here. Ten turns. Numbers of uh, troops look fairly fairly big, but not crazy big, maybe like 20-plus. And then you can pick different group reinforcement groups, so it has those variables. Oh, yeah, there's more on the back. That's going to be a big one. Taking um, No, Alsatian, Verdun, it's got to be continued on that other sheet. So, yeah, it's going to be large. But look at that, six boards, so you love to lay those out. Play a big, big space game. Yeah. It is against the, uh, it's in France in 45, so the Americans are on the back of a different card, scenario card. Yeah, about 20-plus Americans also, and a little division of the Chaucer parachutists using the British counters. And you, sir? Uh, I've got one here, uh, FT-211. Compagnie Sacrifice. I don't know if that's how you, how it's pronounced. And, you know, a lot of these are really interesting layouts of boards. This one uses BFPI, BFPH, BFPM, and 13. Okay, Bounding Fire Productions. you got to have all those. Yeah. So, the, obviously, these scenarios are not for the faint of heart or for the person that's new to ASL. Right. You wouldn't have all these boards. Yeah. And this takes place... Uh, January of 1944, did I say? Belvedere, Italy. And it's between the German and the Free French. Okay. So another interesting matchup Featured there. in the pack. Yeah. I have uh, 221, Independence Day, a smaller one. Board 33-48. France, 45. Yeah, only five and a half turns. Uh, looks like it has some interesting couple armored couple of... Turret things, carrier crews, and carriers, and so on, for a little more uh, variety, defenses, mines, and so on, pillboxes to be used in a shorter game. So, Independence Day, two twenty-one. Here's two twelve for Hitler for Allah, oh. and this takes place in Bosnia, May first of nineteen forty-four. This is between Germans and partisans 
uses boards 2, 15, and 5A. So again, an interesting okay. arrangement of boards. And then up the Leary Valley, number 213, takes place 17th of May, 1944, in Italy, between the Germans and the Free French again. This one looks pretty, you know, relatively simple. It just uses board 55. So thus the article they talk about, board 55, is going to come in oh, handy yeah. for that one. Good connection, Jeff. <laughs> I have Hetzer Butcher, Butcher, which is FT-222. It's got those great little Hetzer tanks. My friend Matt Ramsey used to love these. Their armor class is 14 from the front and uh, 3 from the side. 75L, packing a 75L. Look how little the tank is, you know. Oh, yeah. For that big of a gun. He loved those. Uh, against the um, Chaucer's de Afrique elements of the, of course, the Legion, you know, French. Again, which must be free French. In Konigsberg, Germany, seven turns, three boards, big city in the middle, so. A lot of room on that one. And 223, Kings of Bowlersdorf. Got your SS against the Russians. You know, I really like the artwork they're using lately on all oh, these Oh, their artwork counters. is amazing. Also, three full boards. Kings of Bowlersdorf, Germany. Russians need to win immediately if they get an IS-2. Joseph Stalin, two tank, enters and remains mobile into a hex. Or three Russian AFEs exit the West Edge, or all the German AFE are destroyed. So definitely a tank um, requirements to win that one. Number 214, a grain of sand, takes place in Les Sablons, France, on August 10th, 1944. This is between a matchup between the Germans and the Free French. And the Free French, boy, if you like half-tracks, this is going to be a good one for you, that the Free French are using the American half-tracks. And there are, well, I guess there aren't that many. There's just four half-tracks here and four or five tanks. Uh, but this uses board 17, board 43, board 32, and board 54. I don't know why they call it a grain of sand, because it's much bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of large board yeah. setups in mm -hmm. this, this packet. I have this 218. It's a camp. It says Lunaville Campaign 4. You yes. have Campaign 3. I've got 1 and 2 here and 3. Yeah, I've got 1, 2, and 3 here. And so. I have 4. Okay. So this is the article about the Lunaville in the magazine. Yeah. You can learn the history of it all, mm -hmm. and then you can play it all out. For mine, Campaign 4, I'm sure they're all tied together in some way, obviously, although they're yeah. different boards, aren't they? Mine are, mm -hmm. do you have boards 49, 51 on there? Uh, mine uses board 49 and 23, 43, 17, 32. Yeah, a lot of different boards. On Looks the like that maybe I it progresses from, because I have one of your boards too. Okay, so, and these are all uh, actions between Germans and Americans, because that's obviously who was there at yes. Turnaville. Lots of use of uh, little interesting vehicles in all of these. Right. And mine has a couple partisans in there, too. The oh, do you? Okay. resistance. Oh, yes, I see them here, too. Oh, yes. you have them over there, uh -huh. too? Okay, so they're in, yeah, they're in three also campaign game Excuse three. Me. So there you, you want more of those? Are you good? The the four campaign games. Ooh, that we could do all those. Jeff. I think that's yeah, we could. That'd be a fun little project for the winter. And there we go. 
All right, that's it for that great product. So I think you're going to want to order that. If you haven't already, get yeah, over there. amazing what's in the box. Get Looks them while they're hot. Ah, Dave. Oh, Jeff, this is fantastic. Can't believe we're here. Cuba, beautiful Cuba, Havana, the, the home of Ricky Ricardo. Cuba Libre! It's beautiful here. That's what they yelled. Cuba Libre. When the Cubans gained their independence from Spain. I love just strolling the streets of Cuba. You find the most amazing stuff. Look, what? Look at this. What, a game what, store. A game store. What's that in the Look window? Is this a game on the Cuban Revolution? It's Bounding Fire Productions. ASL here in Cuba. Here in Cuba. They have all these great Bounding Fire products. It's great. And they've got Into the Rubble. Into the Rubble too. Crucible of Steel. Crucible of Very Hot Sauce. I'm loving this hot crucible, sauce. Crucible of Guacamole. Telling you what. Beyond the Beachhead 2. Blood and Jungle. Okay, look at this. You Every can, single amazing Bounty Fire product. Who would think, coming all the way to Cuba, we would find all this great ASL stuff? Wow! I know what I'm going to be spending my money on. I'm taking back all these stinking cigars. <laughs> I'm going to take me home some Bounding Fire. You know, and if, if they charge for these games by the pound, these Bounty Fire products would be the most expensive. But they're not. This is an amazing bargain for your for your money. And you know what the truth is? You don't have to go to Cuba to get Bounding Fire Productions products. How can we get them, Jeff? Just go to BoundingFire.com. Tell them the two half squads sent you. And while we're on this, Jeff, can I just mention that Roy... Goble is a new listener. He, we can send you his email address, and he is looking for players in New York. Now, there's a bunch in New York, right? New York City? Al- Al- Albany. Oh, in Albany. Okay. Oh, sure. He's, he's saying, my questions are, where are many clubs or groups in the Albany, New York, or New, yeah. New York City? Yeah have clubs or contacts and play this so anyone out there contact us of course i'll do a little research and respond to him right well it's the albany tournament and it's uh it's uh, all our friends over there yeah he shouldn't have any trouble finding them but it doesn't matter somebody will find him yes so let's throw that out call it a show over an hour here yeah that wraps it up for this episode of the two half squads and we thank everybody for listening and hope you'll join us again next time for another exciting episode we sure do support us on patreon or make a donation on the uh, link for paypal yeah and we hope you all have a great holiday and great new year and we'll look forward to seeing you in 2018 yes indeed so remember to roll low and rally well but but not not when when you're playing playing us. us Oh, and clink and drink, too. Yes, indeed. Whatever you're drinking. Only having soda still now. Yeah, Dave's drinking soda. It doesn't clink quite as well. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Yes, goodbye. We said that. Uh, Do we we have to say it even more? No. Was that our fade-out talk? I think so. Well, I don't know. It It wasn't very holiday-ish. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Are we still live? We are. Are you familiar with this tune? Not this version, but it definitely makes it more of a holiday-ish episode.
It's kind of good. He's got a bag that is filled with toys for the boys and girls.